Welcome to Grow My Grit, a new podcast celebrating grit. My name is Peter Willis, coming in from Calgary, Alberta, together with our gritty guru, Hazelon Shetmeyer, who's beaming in from Mississauga, Ontario. Here on the Grow My Grit podcast, our intention is to engage with guests and listeners who are ready to know, grow, and show their grit. Perhaps best described as one's default settings in the face of obstacles, and what obstacles we faced since the beginning of 2020. However, one of the biggest opportunities for 2021 is the possibility of recreating our identities and re-engaging our relationship to both ourselves and to one another using the unique strengths we already possess and reliably bring to challenging situations. With our individual grit compass as our guide, let's explore what's available on the other side of obstacles. Are you ready? Hi, Hayes, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm fantastic, Peter. How are you? I am doing wonderful and especially good because we have a guest today. We sure do. We have Kim back for our third conversation because there's just so much interesting content and so much opportunity to learn. So welcome back, Kim. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. So good. And we really want to leave it up to you to kind of offer some content, some ideas, just because there's so much we can learn from each other. What do you think we should discuss? Well, Hayes, you and I were speaking recently about confidence and using the grit compass as a guide and a jumping off point to gaining confidence. So I think that would be something that uh, we could definitely dive deeper in today. Awesome. And what I think is a neat, even hearing you say that back to me, I'm almost wondering, Another level of conversation is, does grit support confidence or does confidence support grit? Or is it a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B? But just literally hearing you say that out loud prompted that whole, yeah, which comes first? Or which comes second? Or are they both kind of correlated? So I think that's, I think that's great. I have, I have some thoughts, and, but I would love to hear kind of, uh, I'd love to hear one of you guys kick it off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then maybe we can, we'll just banter back and forth. So good. So I think that uh, Hayes, the compass with grit and having people reflect on what their G-R-I-T is, in our conversation, we talked about if you always lead from your grit, then that should develop confidence because if grit is your kind of core value system, things that you want to lead your life with, if you're making decisions from your grit compass, you should be confident in those decisions knowing that you're leading from a place where you want to lead from. Mm-hmm. And then that will bring you confidence in the decisions that that you make. So I thought that was something interesting that we thought of. Yeah. And again, what I take from that reminder of the conversation is that confidence is completely subjective. And when it's rooted in, for me, it's peace. I definitely feel like confidence is less about volume or less about Um, followers or less about external experiences. For me, hearing what you described is relevant because confidence brings peace. And so if I'm acting from my G, my R, my I, and my T, my gratitude, my resilience, my imagination, and my respect for time, whatever decisions I make, I'm confident in those because I feel like I'm coming from myself. And that is a form of peace. So I really appreciate that reminder that those, the ability to act from and take forward what I kind of always bring is just a nice feeling. And for me, confidence, again, that feeling of peace in my decision, in my choices is definitely a bit of a a springboard to go forward. 
Mm-hmm. And my story of confidence and uh, reminding me of what you said about it being subjective is confidence is different for everybody. And for me, reflecting on confidence, I shared a story with you and maybe other people can identify. For a long time, I thought people that were loud were confident people. Mm-hmm. And that always meant for me, being someone quieter, that I always saw myself as somebody who was not as confident because I wasn't as loud. And then as I got older and, and noticed more and worked on my confidence more, I realized that confidence and loud are not the same thing. And that in defining confidence for myself, yours, um, you said, comes from a place of peace, which to me means a little bit of a quieter internal space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've definitely learned in my life that confidence is kind of that quiet internal uh, it doesn't have to be loud at all Um, and that actually maybe people that are very loud to get their point across maybe aren't as confident in their thoughts as somebody that doesn't feel like they have to be so loud and aggressive Mm -hmm. but that was a lesson that i had to learn i i think you know when when you first brought it up kim uh to me um for me personally, anyway, I, I think, you know, we were thinking of, of chicken and the egg, right? Like, does confidence give grit or does grit give confidence kind of thing? To me, and, and to me, I think what is what I've experienced is that it starts with grit is helping to build confidence. And then as you build that confidence, it feeds back into it and you start getting this mm-hmm. loop going, right? But mm-hmm. it's it starts more or less for me anyway. It starts with it starts with grit to help me gain confidence. Once I start establishing kind of what I how I want to conduct myself or how what kind of frame of mind I would like to be in, and I start practicing that, I gain some confidence, and then that confidence then helps me uh, implore more of my grit. Right, like it it comes back on itself. But just like you're saying, I. Don't have without without a base. I don't have a lot of confidence. I need to have a base in order to start getting confidence. And without it, I'm just flailing around. Maybe I'm the loud guy, right? Flailing. I don't have a lot of confidence, but I can be very loud and very boisterous. And I need something to to ground me so that I can get some real confidence going. That's kind of how I interpreted it initially when when you were saying that, right? Like what comes first, right? And for everyone, it's going to be different. But for me, it would definitely be having that grounding builds into confidence and then I can feed it back in, right? No, I love that. I totally agree, Peter. I think that you need to have that base to um, stand on so that if somebody kind of challenges you on a decision or challenges you on an opinion that you have, you're standing on solid ground because you've thought about it, you know where you're coming from. Um, And Hayes and I spoke as well is that maybe sometimes even if somebody challenges you, you don't have to, you know, have that aggressive fight back because you're confident that that decision was right for you at the time based on your compass. And so it really doesn't matter as much if other people agree with you or follow what you're doing because it's enough that you know why you made that decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that that's really interesting too. just as an aside, like we've twice or three times already, we've used the word followers, right? And that's really interesting because that's a new thing for, for us anyway. We did, we haven't grown up with it, right? But following is obviously a huge thing now. And at least in terms of social media and all that. And that actually has nothing to do with confidence in, in my world anyway. Like those two are very, they're very separate. Uh, and that's really important as well is to establish that, 
being followed uh, shouldn't uh, give you confidence or following shouldn't give you also shouldn't give you confidence. Like the, the whole thing about following and liking uh, doesn't nece- shouldn't necessarily be tied to to, to confidence at all. Uh, that's just an aside, but just hearing that word get bounced around uh, already, right, uh, is is important because we don't want to confuse, we don't want to confuse uh, uh, f- f- perhaps real, real feelings or real substance with something that is, well, more or less contrived, right? The following yeah. is a contrived, it's a it's a, a system now that we've adopted, but we don't want to we don't want to confuse that with something real like confidence, right? That's Definitely so neat because. <laughs> but that's awesome because that, I love that because when I use the word follower, I actually meant like humans. Like if you're in a workplace and the seemingly mm-hmm. confident person has followers in the sense that yeah, I'm going to do what so and so is doing, and yeah, I'm picking that decision too because so and so made it. So I was actually talking about real life following yeah, in yeah. terms of picking yeah. sides. So it's neat that you absolutely pulled that context, which is very current, that there's this also piece where like, oh, I've got 5,000 people who care about everything I ate for dinner. Right. And there's this contrived sense of confidence, potentially contrived, but it's neat how that is definitely going to have to be another episode because <laughs> there's clearly a lot to say yeah. about that. But for sure, there is clearly, and again, it's subjective. Following is very subjective in its sense. And what I just wanted to capture before I lose it is that I love hearing your two perspectives because when I came up with this great framework, confidence was not on my radar at all as an outcome. It was really a matter of getting a sense of what skills and strengths people reliably bring to challenging situations. So I was focused on navigating the obstacle per se, but not additional Mm. feeling. So it's really neat. And again, I came up with the compass imagery in terms of direction, but you've both spoken about the grounding or the Mm. anchoring element of grit too. So I'm learning and just gathering so much because awareness is part of what I thought the strength of the model was, but ability to act sounds like another level of um, another gain for people who are willing to know, grow, and show their grit. So I just, I'm so grateful for this, for these insights. Mm-hmm. Hayes, I wonder because you should say um, know, show, and grow, the know is first. So as Peter mentioned and, and I echoed, you know, that knowing comes mm-hmm. first and that's that's yeah. the base. And I remember in a conversation we had, we talked about how people change, people grow, and that's completely um, normal and acceptable. But at the same time, your core values often don't change. And if they do always switch back and forth, that actually is not confidence. Um, So for somebody whose core values are stable, then that does give you direction and supports the confidence um, instead of having all of these things change all the time. So outside Mm -hmm. things can change, you know, as you learn more, you change. But I think those core values that you have, if you can reflect on those and lead from those, then that will definitely bring you confidence because you know who you are. I love, I'm so happy that this conversation is rolling out, even though we never plan in advance, because what you've identified is the importance of values. And so on the grit growth guide, that's actually one of the questions is, you know, look at these hundred values and really parse out which three to five stand for you and there's this like oh wait I like these 10 but wait these 10 really come down to these four when you start to overlap and for me I my top three values are encouragement 
gratitude and contribution. Encouragement isn't even on any list, but this is what I live for. And my grit, my G word is gratitude. My R is resilience. I is imagination and T is time. So I very much derive incredible amounts of joy from encouraging people to navigate obstacles, being able to contribute to people's successes into their awareness, and just being able to encourage and seek out some of that gratitude. So to your point, core values and grit often overlap. Sometimes they're identical. Sometimes they kind of feed each other. But having that sense of values definitely informs my ability to move from my grit because they're just so similar that I'm supporting my values by moving from my grit. So I love that these are all concepts that just tie into everything that I'm asking or inviting people to consider. A couple of times as well today, we've we've spoken about, well, confidence, obviously, but also uh, grounding, right? And how, Hayes, you were uh, excited to see how that was going when you were, you know, creating the program or the thought process and stuff and some of the insights. And to me, it's just a just off the top. But when you think about we, grounding, 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 and we think about grit, and grit's on the ground, right? Like for me, the first thing when you said grit, when you when we first started doing this like a year ago, the first thing I think of when I hear the word grit, I, maybe like lots of people, but I, I, don't, I, I think of sandpaper or sand or pebbles on a sidewalk. I think of I think of the ground. I think of grit, mm. like literally. So when we're, we've talked a bunch about grounding today, and that's grit. That's where I, I think of that. Like those two things are very similar to me. That's what I thought of at first. Whenever I hear the word grit, that's what I think of. I think of grit, which is on the ground. That's what I feel like, right? So when we talk about grounding, it's on the ground. That's grit. I don't know. That was just kind of what I was no. thinking while you guys were talking. <laughs> Peter, as soon as you said that, I thought, oh my gosh, it's the grit that actually gives you traction, right? right. Like if you're right, thinking right. about in Canadian winters, and you can spin your wheels, spin your wheels, you actually need grit, oh, yeah. right, to move forward. So that that was amazing what you said, because yeah, you do need that grit for that traction to move forward. Oh, yeah. Cool. Can I say yeah, that Yeah, no, again? I like that too, Whoa! Kim, I think that's great. To me, so to me, the visualization pieces are so important because they help, they make it stick for me. <laughs> so yeah. that's just what pops in. Um, and I, I had never actually thought of grit as grounding until this conversation. I just love hearing it. I always, in my head, grit always meant, um, to Kim's point, traction, some kind of, there's friction. I think of grit as friction. So you're taking something against something else, whether it's a conflict per se, but I had never associated grit with coming down, but I completely hear how that fits. And I love that element because again the no is the foundation from your no you can grow so literally if knowing your grit is the ground growing your grit requires having the ground to nurture and then the show part is opening your branches opening your your leaves and everything so you've both just given me a whole new set of insights on something that I thought I made up that I knew was available for everybody but now there's more for me yes I think too with the show piece is if you are, um, you have that traction and you have that compass and you have that base and then you're able to grow, then it's so much easier to show people because you know where you're coming from and you have that background and um, you have that base behind you and then it's easier to show. And we also talked about, um, Hayes and I, that confidence means different things to different people. So for me, me being confident might be certain things, but for you, Peter, or for Hayes, 
being confident might mean something else. And so confidence in definition can also be very personal as well. And then your compass is personal. So I like that link too, that where you're coming from in your compass, therefore your confidence will be individual to you. Oh my goodness. This is mind blowing because there's just so much simplicity in the concepts, but power in that simplicity. Because again, what I heard from the show piece is by becoming that bigger version of your grit. You are. You can show others, but there's also the piece where if you, in the independent of an audience, you can just look at yourself and think, mm-hmm. I have shown, like I am showing me how much more of me there is. So whether it's external reinforcement or just the ability to be, I am not that seed anymore. I am an oak tree with all kinds of, and your perspective as you're growing is changing. So I am just beside myself with glee. <laughs> Confidence doesn't have to be big things all the time either. That's something that I had to learn. To me, confidence in the past, I always thought, oh, it has to be something huge and big and grand. Um, but little things can can be confident as well. And like you said, Hayes, too, because it's so individual, if somebody does something small, that could be huge for them. So that also in um, working with confidence changed my mind a lot. It doesn't have to be something huge all the time. You can have something small, but that's confidence for you. Peter. I was thinking something very, very similar, Kim. Um, and that was just, you know, in terms of um, we we're talking about show show your grit or, you know, no, grow, show. Um, and depending on, on who you are, the show piece, like to me, the, it, it's great. Um, but to me, a word that really works is, especially because it ties into confidence as well, is embody, right? So there's show, but then there's also like these small things, right? And, and it's just like, yeah, you can show, but if you're not showy, if you're not a showy person and that, you know, you can, you can still show, but you're embodying, right? So you're, you're actually you're you're not being uh, particularly public about it as the word show maybe connotates but you're embodying it and that's showing it's leading the way or leading by example right but it's mm-hmm. it's maybe not uh, again just not to confuse the the show part which is if you're a quiet if you're a quiet type maybe show is a bit difficult for you right but embodying works just the same right like you're you're embodying that you're showing it you're leading it right and these small things are the embodiment of that confidence can even be you know choosing to not continue an argument with somebody over a point right you know because you're confident that you know what you believe and so you're just gonna back away and that's not really showy that's actually backing away but you're right that can be actually total confidence you don't have to be right 100 percent yeah, that's a great that's a great example too. It's a fantastic example, mm-hmm. right? Of like of embody of, of of being able to back away from a situation and not having to like if you're if you're confident and you're showing it, you're just showing it, you're showing it by actually almost not showing it, right? Yeah. Like that's fantastic. Yeah. So important to come to center. Yes. I love this. So what I'm hearing that we can offer listeners is really that argue not that argument, that position that a lot of the value in knowing, growing, and showing your grit is that it offers you perspective on and experience with building confidence because there's so much overlap between values that really having your grit tied to what it is that you want to see happen or who you are, that inevitably produces experiences that reinforce that experience or give you information about who not to trust to support your development or who is the right person. So just that idea that first comes grit in the sense of really identifying how you navigate obstacles because 
being confident is often an obstacle. So really, I love what mm. I'm parsing this down is that the obstacle of existing from owning, exhibiting confidence, grit is a great strategy to help make that happen. I feel there are so many people that don't think they're confident, but mm. as we talked about in the podcast, you can become confident by reflecting on your values, trying to mm. always make decisions from those values, practicing being confident, uh, defining what confidence means to you, and then maybe even making an action plan and thinking, okay, what's one thing I can do this week that will show that I'm confident in my personal you know, in my personal definition of confidence. Um, mm. It's not, it does take work, but I don't think it's impossible at all to become more confident in who you are if you kind of take those steps and start from the compass and then move to the action of it. But based on your individual definition of what confidence is to you, and as Peter said as well, it doesn't have to be expressing it out loudly to the world. It can be something very small and very personal. But that's the way, as you said, Hayes, you have to practice to be confident. And I appreciate that reminder. I love reminders because they just make my head go, yes, this is all connected. What you're saying is that the confidence you experience may not be what other people are using as their definition. So I may, in fact, not be engaging because my definition of confidence isn't staying in a fight longer. So just to kind of pull back on what you said is that idea that my personal confidence is mine. So I may not seem confident to you because how you define confidence isn't how I operate. I am all about what I know to be confidence and it doesn't necessarily reflect on or matter how someone else is calling it out. So that in itself is a level of awareness, insight, or ownership of, yep, this is this is what confidence means to me. And it's independent of what anyone else kind of thinks of it. There's a ton to it before we wrap it up, but there's a, there's yeah, so much yeah. to unpack there. And that, you know, I'll, I'll throw it into the ring just because, you know, I'm a pretty uh, uh, loud, I can be anyway, loud, boisterous uh, man, right? And what's really interesting is just hearing this, the back and forth and learning as well is just like, you don't have to be that to be confident, right? Like, so backing away from a conversation yeah. or an argument, you know, sometimes uh, maybe even f- often or far too often, maybe I'm like, oh, I won, I'm confident, right? But it's like, no, 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 That's not actually how it went. There's lots of versions of confidence and the person that backed away might have actually been the one that I should be learning from. That's really interesting. Like there's a lot there, not for this one perhaps, but uh, there's a lot there to unpack, right? Like that's really interesting. Um, I could just see a bunch of examples in my own life where that where that has perhaps happened, and it'd be really interesting mm-hmm. to bounce that around the room uh, to see kind of how that uh, how other people interpret that. Right? That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So just for me personally, that just hearing you guys talk about that is really interesting. Like big boisterous me coming in there rah, 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 and people back off, and it's just like you know what? Maybe that didn't go the way I thought it did, and that's really interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got essentially three takeaways now. So for those people who have already done the work to know, grow, and or show your grit, it's looking at where has confidence, what kind of role has confidence played or could it play in being the next obstacle that you choose to navigate? Second is really, how do you even define confidence? So independent of acting toward it, what does it actually mean for you? Because just like grit, it may not be a C word, O or an N word all the way like that, but what it is for confidence definitely may be different for me than for you. And then the third action item is to stay tuned because we clearly have another episode or two or three 
to kind of pick up on this conversation. Kim, thank you so much for coming and for reminding me about a whole bunch of incredible information that is just available if I interact with it. Peter, thank thanks you. for being so good. You're so welcome. That was that was awesome. Uh, Kim, I wonder, and, and Hayes, you might know this, is there, uh, do you have anything on the side going? Like, have you got something that, uh, have you got a, have you got a book or a program or are you doing anything that, uh, that, that can be public at all or, or not? I actually don't know. I'm just literally just asking. <laughs> I did not tell him to ask that question. Oh. That was awesome. So like, is there any, here, here's the shameless plug, right? Like we can do that. We're allowed to. So if there's something to plug, we can, I don't have anything yet, but uh, so I can ask you. <laughs> you have a website in the work, mister, just so That's you right. know. Okay. But yes, over to Kim. So yes, Hayes and I do have something in the works. Uh, today we actually went for a walk and, and talked about it and set some things out in terms of what we want to do. Uh, so yes, there will be some kind of book coming out. Um, and I don't know how much I want to say right now or how Hayes, what do you want to say about it? I want to say that it's an incredible opportunity to connect grit, boundaries, assertiveness, and growth is what I'll say about that. Awesome. And there'll be a, yeah. That's great. And the only reason I'm asking Kim is, you know, I think you've been on the sh- on our show for like <laughs> three or four times now. And there's just a, there just seems like there's a lot there. So that hence the question. <laughs> I love it. Actually, Hayes and I today talked a lot about creating your, your grit team. And I would love if like, if you want to do a podcast on creating your team, we talked so much about that today. Lots of baseball metaphors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. No joke. So good. <laughs> Thank you both. This was so, just like always, this was just so grounding and so Mm -hmm. growing. Grounding and growth. Like, I don't know how they just always seem to happen, but I'm very grateful for this conversation. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much, Kim. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to everybody again soon. Bye. 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 Grow My Grit with your hosts, Hayes Shetmeyer and Peter Willis is a production of Gritty Guru Company. Technical production by Niall Fines. Music by Peter Willis. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Google, and Spotify. For more information about Hayes' book, Know, Grow, and Show Your Grit, Self-Discovery Made Simple, please visit growmygrit.com.